repeat after me. I have the life of God in me. I have the love of God in me. I have his nature and I have his ability. Therefore, therefore, I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved me. That is Christ Jesus. Speak to my heart. Change my life. Manifest yourself in me tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to talk to you about words with a mission. That's why we're giving so much. We're sending words out. Our words are going out on a mission. Why? He said, you'll have what you say. And we're saying, we're saying some things today. So let's, uh, in the beginning, let's go to John 1. Anybody? Thank you. Glory to God. John 1 and you get crickets. Come on. (laughs) Don't leave me hanging. I'll have to woo myself. Woo! I'll do it anyways. <laughs> it just feels, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you just have to. It's kind of like a pressure relief valve. You know, people just start getting on your nerves. You just got to go walk around the corner. Woo! Then you come back, you're all chilled and relaxed, and you, you don't knock them out. See? You're doing this for the betterment of their health. Praise the Lord. Doing this in, yeah. See, Jim, this is why I'm walking away. She's about ready to, about ready to give him some of his greatest hits. <laughs> Wait for it. Bam! Linda, listen. Okay, John 1 1. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. Come on, everything was created by words. In our beginning was the word. In our beginning to walk with Jesus, we had to say words. Right? And the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. So there's life in the word. And the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. So, of course, you got to look up. When you see a word like comprehended, let's, let's look and do a deep dive on it. New Living says... The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Never, never extinguish it. The message in verse 5, the life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness could not put it out. That is a fact. The darkness cannot put out your light. He can't. You can put out your own light, but he can't do it. No, 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 no. Listen to this in the Amplified in verse 5. And the light shines on, on, <clears throat> shines on in the darkness. I like that. The light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, has never put it out or absorbed it or appropriated it. Again, appropriate. To take without permission. He can't do it without your permission or your consent and is unreceptive to it unaffected by, untouched by, immune to. We are immune to the darkness. Can't touch this. Uh Uh-uh. Can't touch it. Jesus said we're the light of the world. The light shines on in the darkness. We are the light of the world. We're supposed to so let our light shine. Not stick her head in the dirt. 
when things get tough. Oh, look at what's going on. Let your light shine. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Isaiah chapter 55, please. King James, verse 8. Isaiah 55. Let me know when you're there. Give me a woo. Woo. It's kind of cool, though, because, we, you know, we, we have it... Uh, you have it in your Bibles, but you also have it up on the, on the screen. So that way, if you can't find Isaiah, you can just flip out about halfway. It's about halfway through your Bible somewhere and just, just kind of look like you're there. <laughs> Come on. I used to do that all the time. You know, they say, look up Nahum. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Is Nahum close to Job? <laughs> I thought it was Job. All, you know, like when I was a kid. <laughs> Who's Job? What, do I need one? Praise the Lord. Isaiah 55, verse 8. He said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So um, when a situation arises, we need to get God's thought on the situation, not on our thoughts. I, I, I saw um, somebody put, yeah, I'm not going to go to the University of Google. Or be a graduate of, of, of the University of Facebook when it comes to things. It's like, uh, no, 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 no. God's thoughts. What's he saying about this? God, what are you, like, what are you saying? Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Verse 8, New Living. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, saith the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. That's why we need to get his, get his thoughts on, on our situation and everything that we do. The message. I don't think the way you think. <laughs> I like that. The way you work isn't the way I work, God's decree. For as the sky soars high above the earth, so the way I work surpasses the way that you work. And the way that I think is beyond the way that you think. We need to get out of here and get into... Okay, God, how are you thinking about this situation? What do you think about this? And if you ask him, he'll tell you. He's not a God that can't be reached. Um, Isaiah 55, verse 10, just drop down to uh, verse 10. As the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returns not there, but waters the earth, we, we talked about this in our offering, but makes, for, makes it forth, uh, bring forth in bud that it may give, give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. So shall the word be that goes forth out of your mouth. It's the same as God saying it. Amen. It shall not return to me void. Your words, if you're speaking this word, will not return to you void either. Amen. But it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. This is what I'm talking about, words with a mission. Send your words on purpose to a specific mission. Right? If it's healing, come on, uh, Peter 2.24, bam! Right? What are you doing? By his stripes, I'm healed. Words with a mission. If you need money, well, you, Lord, I thank you for Philippians 4.19. You supply all of my needs, every single one. What are you doing? Words with a mission. Psalms 91. Words with a mission. Nothing will hurt me. If I drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt me. Nothing. 
Amen. New Living Translation of verse, uh, verse 11. It's the same with my word. I send it out. It always produces fruit. It will accomplish all that I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Everywhere. The message. So will the words that come out of my mouth not come back to me empty-handed. I like that. They're not going to come back empty-handed. They'll do the work I send them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. Send your words on an assignment to be fulfilled. In the passion, verse 10, as the snow and the rain that fall from heaven do not return until they have accomplished their purpose. What? These words are sent to accomplish a purpose. As the snow and the rain fall from heaven and do not return until they have accomplished their purpose. Soaking the earth, causing it to sprout with new life, providing seed to sow and bread to eat. Verse 11, so also will be the word that I speak. It does not return to me unfulfilled. You speak the word, it will not return to you unfulfilled. It can't. My word performs my purpose and fulfills the mission I sent it out to accomplish. This is where I got the title for, for this. It my words fulfill my purpose and fulfills the mission I sent it out to accomplish. Your words with a mission. They will fulfill exactly what you sent them out to do. Good or bad. <laughs> Therein lies the situation. What are you saying? And what's the result of sending the word out? Well, verse 12, it says, you'll go, you shall go out with joy and you'll be led forth with peace. Why? Because you're sending this word out all the time and, it, and it's on a mission. Your word's with a mission. Why? Because once it's fulfilled, you will have joy. You'll be, you'll be led forth with peace. And the messenger says, you will go out in joy. You'll be led into a whole and complete life. A whole and complete life. You're going to be led that way. Those who are, come on, those are, that are of the spirit of the Lord, led by him, right? Into a whole and complete life. I like that. Whole and complete. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing wanted, nothing needed. Woo! That's us. Psalms 107, verse 20, please. Praise the Lord. Psalm 107, verse 20. It's a good one. You probably know this one anyways. Um, he said his word and he healed them. He what? He, but what did he do? The, he sent his word first. Healing came. Send the word. Healing comes. And delivered them from their destruction. Healing came. Deliverance came. Why? The word was sent. When you send the word, you get the results of the word that you send. Amen? Amplified says, he sent forth his word and heals them and rescues them from the pit and destruction. That's good. We all need, come on, we were all rescued from the pit at one time or another. Some, some of us, it's pits. But the word send, where he says he sends forth his word, shalak, which means, listen to this, means to shoot, um, to shoot out. To sow can refer, can refer to shooting arrows by sending them to hit a particular target. Words with a mission to a particular target on purpose. Come on. Designer words. Design your words. 
as we go. What are you doing? What are you saying? I'm sick and tired. I'm well wide awake. I'm blessed coming in, blessed going out. My car is not an old dog. I ride up on the high plains. Come on, I have thunder drums. I don't have silver tone Sears specials. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you remember those? <laughs> I had a set of those. They lasted about 10 minutes. I busted them up, man. They can't take a licking. Mm-mm. These can take a licking and keep on ticking. Philippians chapter 4, please. Philippians. God's Electric Power Company. Things you learn when you're getting saved, right? God's Electric Power Company. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. I never forgot it. Pastor taught me that years and years ago. It's pretty cool. Still works. Um, Philippians 4, 6. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Why? Your prayers need a target. Your supplication needs a target. With thanksgiving. And I believe that thanksgiving is what's going to propel your arrows to get to the target faster. When we begin to thank him for what he's done. Thank him for the answers ahead of time. Bam, they go. Right? They go to warp speed then. Uh Uh-huh. And it says, let your requests be made known to God. Verse 7, and the peace of God. Again, the peace of God. How many times is the end result? The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart, guard your heart, and your mind through Christ Jesus. New Living, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need, and don't do it flippantly. Some people want to, well, I just told God. They'll say, are you kidding? He's your creator. He's your Lord and your master. He can turn you in a grease spot in a minute, and you're going to sit up, you're going to tell him? You got to tell them? No. No. But there, there, there are rights that we can demand our rights in a very respective and very reverential way because of who he is. He's our Lord. Amen. You wouldn't go up to Queen England and, and demand nothing. So you're going to go up to God and say, hey. No. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all that he has done. When you remember all that he has done, all the times that he has saved your bacon, all the times he has pulled you out of the pit of destruction, all of that stuff, you know, you remember back. And it's just like, oh, man, you were there. You were there. You were there. We're here. You think what what God had to do to get us to where we are today? I was having a conversation with uh, some friends the other day about that. And it's like, God is the ultimate air traffic controller. And the things he, because there's no such thing as a coincidence. Everything is done on purpose, seed time and harvest time. So for God to, for us to meet somebody at a certain spot at a certain time, God had to set that whole deal up. And he had to move people here, there, and, all, and, and arrange for this to happen and that, and that to happen. A red light here, and a delay is not denial. A delay is not denial. A delay is not denial. A delay is to get you to, in, in position. So because maybe that other person is, 
not in position. So he's got to get you lined up. It's pretty cool. The way that he does what he does, my goodness. Yeah. There's certain people that I have a friend of mine. I won't say his name, but I'm kind of looking at him. And um, I met him years. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I met him years ago before I was saved when I first came to town. And I was playing um, a lot of the, the clubs around town. And we jammed together on the same platform that same Saturday afternoon. Haven't seen him since, but now I see him. You think about, this is going back 29, 28 years ago. Yeah, yeah. 28 years, probably. His path was totally different from my path. Well, we were on the same path at the one time, but then I veered off. <laughs> I hit a hard right <laughs> because I, 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 hit a, I hit a pit. I hit destruction. I hit all of that stuff. And now the ultimate air traffic controller brought us back together again. How does that happen? You cannot, you cannot script this kind of stuff. There's no way. There's no way. Somebody <laughs> going, bitch me. God, you're good. He's good. So it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. This is why in James 1.9, James 1.9, what do they talk about? Um, swift to hear, slow to speak. Why? There's a reason. Because our words have merit. Our words have power. And you can't be flipping off all the time just because you get a little rotted because of what somebody did and you want to give them a piece of their mind. No, you need to hang on to your mind. Um, James 1, 19 and 20 in New Living, it says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. So he's talking to Christians. You must be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Slow to get angry. Why? Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. Because when you get mad, everything just throws you just throw up on whoever it is you're mad at and it's just blah! and those are arrows that are going out into somebody if you if you you know you you just tore a strip off them and and cussed them out and did all the other things that you would do when you're mad and then you turn around and say well well i'm sorry okay well i forgive you but i've been wounded there's arrows in me now Slow to speak. Arrows hurt. They hurt. That's why, yeah, be slow to speak. Be, what did Jesus say? Be angry and sin not. You can get angry. Just don't sin. 
Chip down uh, Proverbs, <laughs> Proverbs Boulevard. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bunch. Um, a lot of the verses in Proverbs, they talk about talk, speech, what you say, what you hear, and all of that. So we're just going to hit a couple of them. Uh, and these are going to be of the New Living uh, Translation. Verse, uh, Proverbs 10, 19. Too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. It makes it kind of, you can get that. Be sensible. Keep your mouth shut. Proverbs 13, 3. Those who control their tongue will have a long life. Well, if life and death is in the power of the tongue, control your tongue, you'll live long. Opening your mouth can ruin everything. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Proverbs 17, 27. A truly wise person uses few words, but a person with understanding is even tempered. Use a few words. Just be kind of, be cool. Be even-tempered. Don't always have an opinion. Everybody has opinions. Not everybody wants to hear about them. Opinions are like kidney stones. That, those that have them don't want to hear them. <laughs> No. Don't share it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the first thing that came to mind, man. <laughs> Proverbs 18, 13. Spouting up before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. Who hasn't had that happen? All right? Get all the facts. 1821. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Last one. Um, Proverbs 21, 23. Watch your tongue. Keep your mouth shut. You'll stay out of trouble. Why? I put this. Loose lips sink ships. And they do. Loose lips sink ships. So if somebody starts going off on you, just look at them. <clears throat> Loose lips sink ships. <laughs> but when you... If you, somebody's mad and you say that to them to their face, it's like, or, or you know, somebody's yelling, don't get, well, well, don't get mad. Well, don't tell me what to do. Because you're not going to get madder. You don't tell me. Well, just don't get mad. Or get over it. Don't tell me to get over it. No. <laughs> don't tell me to get over it. Why? Loose lips sink ships. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, please. Verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Why? We're, we're faith people. We're faith beings. And what we say comes to pass. This is why we got to be very careful on what we say. <laughs> very careful on what we say. Because if you know that everything that you say will come to pass. I remember when we first did um, our uh, video Bible classes, and we were doing it, um, Charles Clapp's ones. And the first, remember Faith and Confession, Galen? When we did that? And, and uh, I think, Reverend Ann, you were in on that. And uh, when we were, we, were, we were doing these classes together, and nobody was saying nothing. Nobody said nothing. Why? Because we were taught Everything you say will happen. Well, I'm feeling sick. Well, I agree with you on that. Oh, no, I'm good now. 
<laughs> I'm so poor I couldn't pay attention. Oh, I agree with that one too. You're going to be poor for the rest of your life. <gasps> no. No. Words have, <laughs> come on now. Words with a mission. New Living says in verse 13, I believe God and so I spoke. See, you speak what you believe, right? And the message says, we say what we believe. And, and I said this last time I was speaking uh, in the complete Jewish Bible. It says, Tanakh, the Tanakh says, I trusted the word. When you trust a word, you can send that word out on a mission and you know that it will accomplish where to you send that word. Right? You're going to be like a skilled surgeon with a scalpel. And you're just going to just, mm, 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 right where it needs to be. Amen. It says, I trusted the word, therefore I spoke. Since we have that same spirit who enables us to trust, there's a spirit that's on the inside of you that will enable you to trust. You can't just trust on your own. We need all the help we can get. Praise the Lord. Come on. How many times have we been trusted and got burned? Oh, glory to God. But whenever you trust in the Lord, you will never, never, never be burned. This says, we also trust and therefore speak. Why? Because we, we trust his word will bring fulfillment to where, where to we send it. Always. In Matthew 18, uh, 19 and 20, it says, again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my father, which is in heaven. Why? Because where, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am. So when you find somebody to come into agreement with, or come into agreement with this word, I'm on. Two more. Agree isn't touching something. Sending the word out with a mission. And getting somebody to, to come into agreement with you for prayer is huge. It accomplishes much. 2 Timothy chapter 1, please. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 13. It says, hold fast the form of sound words. Sound words. Which you have heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Hold fast means to, the word is um, in, the, in the Greek, it means to echo. It's, it's to hold, um, to keep. And then it says, this is out of the vines, metaphorically of the mind and conduct to hold on to, cling to things that accompany salvation. Hang on to those things that accompany salvation. Well, what is salvation? Soteria. Absolutely. Um, sound. Hold fast a form of sound words. That word sound means to be well, to be in good health, properly. Um, to be safe and sound or whole. So hold fast to words that will make you safe. Hold fast to those words that will make you whole. And this is talking about in the, in the things that accompany salvation. What is that? Healing will make you whole, right? And the word, um, so hold fast to form of sound words. That word, word, we hear in our, here all the time. Logos, saying the same thing. Right? So you say what God says, or you say what the word says, you're going to have what the word says you can have. Amen. That's a good thing. Hallelujah. Salvation. 
They talk about deliverance, preservation from material and temporal deliverance from danger and apprehension. I don't want to be apprehended. <laughs> That's arrested for the layperson. <laughs> oh my. Okay, 1 Timothy 1.18. Please. It says, this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went on before you, that you might by them war a good warfare, holding faith, hanging on to that word and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. Well, how do you make your faith go shipwreck? Well, you set aside your faith. You set aside your trust. You set aside this word and you will go shipwreck. Why? Because you, you have nothing to hang on to. This, if this word is a guide, which it is, we know that it's a guide and it's a pathway for us. So if we discard it, we set it to, to the side and try to walk without this, well, we'll, we'll be shipwrecked. That's what he's saying. This is why um, we can go to Romans 10, uh, verse 9, please. Again, we're talking about your words with a mission. And so in, in Romans 10, 9, it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, this is new living, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from what? Well, you're going to be saved from deliverance, preservation of material and temporal deliverance from danger, apprehension, and any other kind of evil stuff that could possibly happen to you. It says you'll be saved. Not only that, you'll be born again. And for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. You believe in your heart that you're made right with God. And it's by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. You're, you have to say words. you got to confess with your mouth, not somebody else's mouth. Well, say this for me. No. It's like trying to get somebody to eat your own, you know, somebody. <laughs> okay, uh, I have this lemon pie and I want you to eat it for me. So I can feel full. No, I'm no, I'm not sharing that with you. James, no, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It says by confessing with your mouth you that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced, never be disappointed. Verse 12: the Jew and the Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. This is all, not some, every single person. Can you handle a couple more verses? Okay, let's go to Psalms 147, please. Hallelujah. We have words with a mission. Verse 11. Psalms 147, verse 11. Um, King James. The Lord takes pleasure in them that fear him and those that hope in his mercy. Verse 12, praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children. What? He's blessed your children. My children are blessed. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but. Don't yeah, but me. That's what I'm saying. My children are blessed. Verse 14, he makes peace in your borders and fills you with the finest of wheat. Verse 15 is one I want. He sends forth his commandment upon the earth. His word runs very swiftly. When you say this word, it's going to go very swiftly. 
to where it, it's targeted to. It will meet its target. Amen. Two more verses, or two more, two more uh, places to go. Hebrews 10, verse 22. Hebrews 10, verse 22. <clears throat> Are you there? Okay. Um, Hebrews 10, 22. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast, again, the profession or the confession of our faith. What you confess, what you profess, you confess. What you confess, you must profess. They, they, they go together. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Yay! Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Provoke. Okay. <laughs> Who has a younger brother, younger sister, younger sibling? Younger cousin, and what did we used to do to them? Me and my cousin would get our younger cousins together, especially Kevin, his name is. And we would, okay, back in the day when you were allowed to eat peanut butter, when it was fun to have, no side effects, nobody swallowed, like nothing. Me and my cousin, who is, <laughs> um, we're the same age. And uh, we would eat these peanut butter sandwiches, and we like thick. And oh yeah, oh yeah. And and we'd eat, and and so we 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 both eat this peanut butter. Grab our cousin Kevin, hold him on the ground, and just breathe on him. And he gets so mad because I have his legs, my cousin Dale would have his arms, and we're just breathing on him, and he couldn't move. <laughs> Provoke. Not that I'm saying to breathe on everybody, but we need to do things to provoke one another. It's just like, okay, you know what? How you doing? James and I provoked one another yesterday. We sat in the office and started preaching back and forth. What are you doing? We're provoking. Iron sharpens iron. That's what he's talking about. Provoking one another. And if it comes to peanut butter, well, you got to do what you got to do. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank God for Jiffy. Oh. Jesus. Crunchy. Peanut butter cookies. Thick. That bend without breaking. They bend without breaking. And it's just... Mm. Is there an usher? No, okay. <laughs> Catch me. <laughs> okay, so let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Good works. I guess holding our cousin down wasn't really good, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is. This is why we need to get together. We need to come together as much as possible. But exhorting one another, and such the more as you see the day approaching. I mean, come on. Um, if this isn't the day that's approaching now, what is? So let's get together more, right? And provoke one another, right? Last on, on uh, Sunday, Martha gave that testimony. That was awesome. $15,000. That'll provoke you. Come on, if he did it to her, that's when we, you know, we started our own Me Too movement. Me Too. Glory to God. Hit me. I'm in. All right, last verse. Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. 
Verse 12. And it says, Then he said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you did set your heart to understand and to chasten yourself before the Lord, thy words were heard, and I am come for your words. I am come for your words. Angels are set forth and released on assignment for your words. What are you saying? What are we saying? Come on. (laughs) So I got this. Uh, With words, you are where you are. I know it's deep, isn't it? With words, you are where you are. And with God's word in your mouth, you become what the word says that you are. Well, come on, more than a conqueror. And the, it says that your words are your key to life. Your words are your key to life. So let's say a couple of words. You ready to say some things? All right, let's stand up and say this. You guys have been sitting down for a minute. It would be good to kind of stand up and give a little wiggle. Praise the Lord. See, listen to <laughs> You hear people starting to get up and it's like, oh, 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 man, it's a long way up. Glory. I'm a sin too long. All right, say this with me. Death and life are in the power of my tongue. I declare in Jesus' name, my life is changing. I declare no weapon formed or fashioned against me shall prosper. I declare God will perform that which concerns me. I speak to my physical body. I declare in Jesus' name, my body functions to the perfection that God created it to function. Every sickness, every disease, every germ in my body dies instantly. I live in divine life. I walk in divine health. I declare I'm out of debt forever. All my needs are met right now. I have plenty more to put in store. I walk in the favor of God. I expect unexpected income because I'm a money magnet. I'm blessed to be a blessing. I will say continually, let the Lord be magnified. He takes pleasure in my prosperity. I am no longer the tail. I'm no longer beneath. I declare I'm above only. I declare promotion in my life, promotion on my job, promotion in my spirit, promotion in my soul, promotion in my finances, divine health in my body. I declare increase and promotion and it shall surely come to pass. In Jesus' name. Woo! Just shout about it for a minute. Yeah! Amen! There. We just sent some words with a mission. And they will accomplish everything we just said. Absolutely. So get your expectors out there. And we're expecting to see you Sunday. Amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. 
For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.